Don't you love him? He's so wonderful. He's so great. You're so wonderful, Father. Father, I just bless this precious people. Touch them beyond their wildest dreams. Take them places they not that they ever thought they could ever go. Use them in a way that will astound them. Show heaven through them. You love us so, so much. And we honor you and we worship you and we bless you. Lord is for you. Never doubted another minute of your life. And even in spite of you, He's for you. And we give Him all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, and everyone said a big amen. You may take your seats this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, team. Hallelujah. Such a sweet presence of the Lord this morning. Good morning again. Welcome, everyone. Those who didn't get welcomed at the beginning of service, thank God for being here this morning. Thank you for coming out. I know it's summer. Lots of people doing lots of things and going lots of places and all of those wonderful things, and that's important, too. Amen, Ben. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you're visiting this morning, you came to the right place. Hallelujah. We were waiting on you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God is good. I'd like you to go to Joshua 1. We'll receive this morning's tithes and offerings at the, at the end of this message. Hallelujah. So you can be preparing in your mind and your heart uh, during uh, what I'm saying this morning and... and uh, how many people's grateful for the Lord? Yeah. Isn't he amazing? He's so great. Praise the Lord. So great. So great. Good morning. So great. So I'd like to go to Joshua 1 this morning. And uh, you could never get tired of these passages. 
I want to show you some things this morning. And uh, if you've seen it all before, then just humor me. But a refreshing is good. I believe there's power in regurgitating. And uh, what the Lord has already said to us in previous years. So I'd like to go to Joshua 1. You can see it's over before it starts. Amen. Hallelujah. And I want to preface this today is don't you go looking to see if what God said is really true. I'm going to say that again. You must not go see if what God said is true. In Numbers, it wasn't God who sent the spies. It was man who sent the spies. God didn't need man to prove that what he said was true. Now I should just say amen right there. Because too many times we're looking to see if God's word to us is true. What if man had not sent the spies in? So man actually was the author of the unbelief. God did not tempt them with what was in the land set aside for them. Giants. All of these different things. He basically said, it's yours, and I need you to take it. It's very simple. So let's read, and uh, hopefully it will all become clearer to you if you don't understand what we're talking about. It's all in the Bible. And uh, it's becoming clearer and clearer that man is truly the folly of God's good plans that he has for us. And unfortunately, we have self-sabotaged and sabotaged too many things that the Lord has had for us by our own natural reasoning And inquisitiveness. Don't forget the curiosity stuck a feather in the ground and thought it would grow a chicken. That was thought. Man is dangerous left to his own devices. We were created to have a God. Not just any God, but Yahweh. He made us in his image. And for we that are the church of Jesus Christ, people that have been born again, he gave us the power to become the sons of Yahweh, almighty God. He's a jealous God. He has no gods before him. And he expects complete allegiance. He is not one to share with other gods. 
but yet he chose to share with his family of which you and I are a part of that. So this, read this, this is, the longer I stay in this, the more I get out of this. And I can see the goodness of God. The greatness of God. And how God put things in place, and it was man who messed it up. The world will say things like, where's God in this mayhem, this mess? Why does God allow these wars? God is not allowing anything. It's ignorance that makes statements like that. It's amazing how the world that does not read their Bible tries to make judgments about a God of the Bible. And so what we're doing is we're just revealing our own ignorance. Because if we read it, the Bible, then we would know the God of the Bible is only able to do certain things. But if you want to know who the author of destruction, mayhem, devastation, and torment is. He's called the power of the air, Satan himself. He governs the earth, except for that which the church, the born-again people, the family of God, take back. Hallelujah. I hope this is plain enough. Say this with me. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. One more time. The Lord, the Lord is, good. is good. Hallelujah. So this read, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, my servant, is dead. So now arise, take his place. Go over this Jordan. You and all this people into the land, which I am giving to them, the Israelites. Every place upon which the sole of your foot shall tread, that have I given you as I promised Moses. Then he tells the, the, the breadth of this territory, Canaan. No man shall be able, verse 5, to stand before you all the days of your life. And as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Verse 6, be strong, confident, and of good courage, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only you be strong and very courageous that you may do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, and that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Have not I commanded you, be strong, vigorous, and very courageous. 
Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. Wherever you go. He is with you. Now he's telling us here to be strong and very courageous. Why? Because this is not for the faint-hearted. To possess the inheritance of each and every one of our lives and destinies, we are going to have to be strong and not just courageous, but very courageous. To stand in the face of His promises and to say constantly that they are yes and they are amen, regardless of circumstance and situation. One of my most used scriptures is Micah 7, when I fall, I shall arise. Look at your neighbor and say, you have to get back up. Come on, say it like you mean it. You have to get back up. That's why we're stronger together. Then in verse 10 it says, Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp and command the people. Prepare your provisions, for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan to go in to take possession of the land which the Lord your God has given you to possess. And to the Reubenites and the Gadites and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you of these two and a half tribes a place of rest and will give you this land east of the Jordan. Your wives, your little ones, your cattle shall dwell in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But all your mighty men of valor shall pass on before your brethren. And the other tribes armed and help them possess their land. Until the Lord gives your brethren rest as he has given you. And they also possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and possess it. The land Moses the Lord's servant give you on the sunrise side of the Jordan. They answered Joshua, all you commanded us, we will do. Now this is a very, very powerful statement. A response. All you command us, we will do. I wonder how that translates in 2023. All that he commands us, we will do. All that he commands us, we will do. Do. Said, all he commands us, we will do. So powerful. And wherever you send us, we will go. As we hearken to Moses in all things, so will we hearken to you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandment and will not hearken to all you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong, vigorous, and of good courage. Now this is, this is strong talk. But we're living in a day that needs strong talk. Because there is stuff that is so anti-Christ that is trying to happen all around us. Anybody with any sense of anything can see that something's not right in this world. I would hate to be without Jesus 
in a time like this. There you go, preacher, trying to get us and beat us into the kingdom of God. No, I'm not. I just don't know how people could have lived through COVID without Jesus. I don't know how their expectation survived the hopelessness of the moment. For me and my family, our hope was Jesus Christ. We know in whom we believe and we know he is well able. I want you to shut it out. He is well able. He is well able to start us. He's well able to finish us. And he's well able to keep us in the in-between. I don't know how people live without the Lord. Well, that's all right for you, pastor. You just need a crutch. I'm not that type of person. I, I really don't believe what you believe. But then you're a fool. There's a place that was prepared for fallen angels that unfortunately men and women that reject Jesus will be there for eternity. It's not a myth. If you think it's bad in the world right now, this is nothing compared to what hell is actually going to be like. There you go, preaching hell, fire, and burn. I'm not. But I'm just telling you the truth. For those who once had an experience in Jesus, but yet you've grown cold and you live your life apathetically and indifferently, watch yourself. Don't play with God. He sent His Spirit to bring you to Himself. Don't treat it lightly. Salvation is not to be played with. Jesus gave his life so that we could live forever. Heaven is real, and we don't have to die to go there because heaven came to us. The Lord himself says, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now let's go into chapter 2. Joshua, son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim, a scout saying, Go view the land especially Jericho, and they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rahab. I'd like you to write in there, God can use anybody. It was told the king of Jericho, and behold, there came men in here tonight of the Israelites to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. I want you to write in, there's always someone to help me. <laughs> God has always a plan. Hallelujah. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. So the, she said, yes, two men came to me, but I did not know from where they had come. And at gate closing time after dark, the men went out. Where they went, I do not know. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hidden them under the stalks of flax, which she had laid in order there. 
So the men pursued them to the Jordan as far as the fords. As soon as the pursuers had gone, the city's gate was shut. Before the two men had lain, lain down, Rahab came up to them on the roof. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Now this is a harlot, this is a prostitute that knew that things were about to change. Do you know that even today there are prostitutes that know things are about to change? Do you know there are people in bars and clubs that know things are about to change? They know things are not right, but they hear that there are some good things going on down at the church. We can fight it, but I'm telling you, you can only fight it so long. Because God has marked you, you have no hope in going to hell. You are coming to heaven with us. Our families are coming to heaven. Our loved ones are coming to heaven. <laughs> I don't know if you hear me today. In the name of Jesus, the prayers of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. There is a future that we are going to possess. There is a land that we are going to take. And regardless of what giant tries to present itself to us, we are going to take the land. Shut it out. I take the land. Say it again. I take the land. Say it again. I take the land. And she said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us. Wow. Steady on, Rahab. Stop telling too much information. There was talk in the streets. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that there is talk in the streets. Satan is afraid of you. If he was not afraid of you, then he would not be coming against you. But he is afraid of you because he knows that you are dangerous. Five people agreed. I'm going to say it again. Satan is afraid of you because you are dangerous. What are you dangerous with? The plan and the power of the Most High God. You have the indwelling, infilling residence of the Spirit of God. You are not on your own. You have the power of the Most High God living in the inside of you. For the Lord God is the Rostamangra Ketasalindai. Shout it out. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, for He has anointed me. Shout it out. I am dangerous. I refuse torment of the enemy. I torment the enemy. Come on, it's getting good in here. Shut it out. I torment the enemy. How many people believe you have a great future? How many people believe that America has a great future? I don't know. How many people believe that the best is yet to come? Well, if we don't believe it, who's going to believe it? Even a prostitute in the Bible had enough sense to know who God was with. She knew God was not with her people. 
And she had heard about the God of the Israelites. Do you know there are sinners out there? They know about our God. They have heard about our God. I've spoken to sinners and they will tell me and look me in the eye. And they'll say, I know it's the truth. I know you've got the truth. I know it's right. I know there's a God, but I just can't. Then one day, you will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, if you really saw with your naked eye, God, Lord God, Yahweh, and you saw Satan, the prince of the air, and you could see that with your eyes, and you were given a choice today who you would serve, and because you could see them, you could see the beauty of Almighty God, the love of God, and you could see the ugliness and the hate of Satan, wouldn't take you too long before you bowed your knee to the Lord God Almighty. But just because you can't see him doesn't mean to say he's not there. You got up this morning with breath in your lungs. You got up with life in your body. You looked out into a beautiful, muggy Sunday morning in Oklahoma with mosquitoes as big as birds that just want to bite you. You gotta know there's a God. Flies. I think they live in Oklahoma. I go out there and I say, Belzebub, I take authority over you. For those who don't know who Belzebub is, he's the Lord of the Lord of the flies. There's no one makes pets of flies. I came to church this morning. I took a photograph of this creature that was clinging to the wall outside my office door. I'd never seen anything like it before. It was a mixture between, I don't know, this hard thing with pinchers on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only in Oklahoma. We got to run these things out of Oklahoma. Come on. Shout it out, devils are leaving Oklahoma. Come on. <laughs> Come on, demons are leaving Oklahoma. The church is rising in Oklahoma. Oh, I'm going to say it again. The church is rising in Oklahoma. Amen. From the north of the state to the south of the state to the east of the state to the west of the state. The glory is pouring out in Oklahoma. People are coming from all over the world to Oklahoma. Amen. To sense the power and the glory and the fire of Almighty God. Come on. He baptized us with the Holy Ghost on fire. Even on a Sunday morning. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's amazing. We were at a wedding yesterday. It was a beautiful wedding. and It's amazing. Our table, we had eight people at our table. And we were nearly the loudest table <laughs> laughing, shouting, being silly. I know I'm supposed to be a man of God. <laughs> and we did it on water and Sprite. <laughs> and I want you to note I didn't 
drink the Sprite. But Pastor Karen did. We love. <laughs> I knew I'd get my moment. I have it noted in the archives. Now look at this. She tells these two men. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water, verse 10, of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the east side of the Jordan, Shehon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. When we heard it, our hearts melted. Neither did spirit or courage remain anymore. Now these guys are getting the inside scoop. They're hearing about the state of the people that live in this city. Wow. You remember Gideon? How close he was taken to hear what he needed to hear. I declare over you, we're living in a day that you're going to hear what you need to hear. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. We're living in a day where you're going to hear what you need. <sighs> try it again. We're living in a day that you're going to hear what you need to hear. And it's not going to be from brother and sister. It could be from someone that you don't even think you should listen to. Because let me ask you, would you listen to a prostitute? Sila. We're so Christian, so good living. Would we listen to a prostitute? I believe these are days where we have to be listening. Because even the enemy can reveal things. That we shouldn't really know. God can use anybody. And if he can't use a man, he'll use a donkey. That's what the Bible says. How many people like to keep it on the Bible? That's what the Bible says. So look at your neighbor and say, you're better than a donkey, praise the Lord. Amen. So the word of the Lord is in your heart. When we heard of it, verse 11, our hearts melted, neither did spirit or courage remain anymore. Now then, I pray you swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you also will show kindness to my father's house and give me a sure sign. Wait a minute, this prostitute is now making a deal. Why can't Christians make deals? You see, we're so righteously prideful. But yet here's this prostitute. 
You give her the right to think that she could even bargain for her future. And this woman of the night is now saying things like, hey, I helped you. Now you're going to help me. I'm looking forward to meeting Rahab. Because she made a difference. And because of her, her family were saved. I declare over you that because of you, your families are being saved. I'm going to say it again. Because of you, your families are being saved. You may not understand anything that I'm saying, but I'm just telling you the truth. And this may whet your appetite to know that we're not a bunch of religious crazy folks hiding out in a big bomb shelter every single Sunday, singing, waving our hands and dancing. They're strange people. But we're strange people that have hope. We don't need dope. We have the most high. We don't need crack or cocaine. Isn't that exciting? I said, isn't that exciting? Isn't it exciting that you don't have to go after church and shoot up? It's exciting that I can watch my family live in peace. I'm not worried out of my mind where my son is at 27. I know where he is, serving the Lord right here at this church and serving you as a people. One year ago, my nephew came here. He was terrifically bullied at school. He went through a period where it just didn't just didn't go well and it just wasn't good. And I knew that the enemy had a plan for Matthew. I knew that the enemy wanted to destroy him before his life ever started. At that vulnerable age, 16, 17, and he came out here with his grandmother last summer. And during that time, Matthew gave his life to the Lord. Jesus. And has become gloriously filled with the Spirit of God. Yes. And one year later, he is on fire and leading others to Jesus. Yes. He is not bullied anymore. He is strong. And he's got his whole life right out in front of him. And he will be here again in about two weeks' time, ready to go to youth camp and praise the Lord with all his heart, with all his mind, with all his soul. Can you give the Lord praise and honor and glory? Come on, don't tell me this doesn't work. Your children's not going to be the beaten post of the world. Your children belong to Jesus. 
Come on, we are the church of Almighty God. Prayer works, ladies and gentlemen. And if you will take a time to drop a knee and bow your head and begin to speak words to God and begin to lift up your family to God, God's power will change your family in the name of Jesus. I don't know how this all turns out for you, but I know for me and my family, it just gets better and better and better. And even though the enemy comes against me, I know what the Bible says, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And that when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord is my light. He gave us the power to overcome. He gave us the power to take authority. He gave us the power to become the sons of God. He gave us the power to operate in the gift of salvation. How long have you been saved? Have you forgotten what Jesus did for you? Or are you still every day remembering and reminding that His grace is sufficient, that His love never fails, it is everlasting to everlasting, and His mercy are new every morning? You say, preacher, you're a little fiery. Oh, you're a little you know loud and excited this is not loudness and excitement this is belief I know in whom I believe and I know that he is well able to keep me I didn't get very far in this message but you can go over to numbers 13 and 14 and you'll see it for yourself God talked to Moses about the promised land. He says, I got it all for you. And what man did was, man says, well, let's go and check it out and see if it's right. But God didn't ask them to do that. And when you read it for yourself, you'll see it. God never asked them to do that. He just says, I have given you it. Can I ask you today? What has the Lord given you? Just lift your hands all over this room. Those that are watching online. I know this much. That as strange as you may at times feel that it is to be in this room lifting hands and singing songs and God has a plan for each and every one of us. I'm 55 years of age. I've walked with God all these years. And I don't know what it would be like to live at 55 without knowing Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I don't know how I would get up in the morning or go to bed at night especially with all this stuff that's going on. Every time you turn on the news, it wants to tell us how bad it is. It's going from worse to worse. And it's all in the Bible. You may be here this morning. I just want you to stay seated. Even as we sing this song, I just want you to remain seated. But you may be here this morning. And even as a Christian, your believer might have gone a little low. The 
reality of Jesus in your life is just not what it used to be. What we've been through over these years has maybe just tried to beat the life out of you and you just find yourself just a little hopeless. He used to believe. He used to be on fire. But it just seems that just life has taken its toll on you. Receive the refreshing of the Lord. Receive his goodness. And never doubt it a minute. That he's for you. Come back to him. Give your life back to him. And allow his love to fill you and overshadow you. you may be in this room today, you may be watching online and you've just heard a simple message from a baldy Irish-American preacher. It's just caused your head to spin, but it's caused your heart to pump. And maybe you're thinking all of a sudden, Maybe there is something to this after all. See, Jesus didn't come to give you religion. He didn't come to give you works. He came to give you life. And that life is the Zoe life of God, the abundance of God himself. All over this room, just begin to pray with me right now. And to everyone watching online, I don't know where you are or where you're from, but I know that more and more and more people are watching here in this city and from around. Can I ask you that if you were to die tonight, God forbid an accident would happen this afternoon that would take your life, where would you stand for eternity? We don't know what the next hour holds. We don't know what today, tomorrow. But what we know is this, that if a man dies with Jesus in his life and as Lord of his life, he will be with Jesus instantly the moment his breath goes from his body. I pray that you know this. I pray that you know with all assurance that you are going to heaven. Come with us. Because I know with all finality that if I was to die today, I would be absent from this body and I would be present with the Lord. Decided no turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me. No turning back. No 
Now turning back The cross before me The world behind me No turning back No Everyone pray this with me. Jesus, I've heard this message today and I repent. I ask you to come into my life and become Lord of my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sin and to wipe the slate clean. I believe with all my heart from this moment forward I am a new creation all things have passed away and everything nigh has become new Jesus I choose to serve you with all my heart all the days of my life and your precious spirit help me do that say this with me Jesus baptize me with your precious spirit. Empower me, equip me for the days ahead by the power of your spirit. In Jesus' precious name. Now just lift your hands and begin to thank him.